Welcome to the Profitable Farmer Podcast, where it's all about increasing the profitability of your farm by working smarter, not harder. And now your host, business expert, Andrew Roberts. Welcome to this week's podcast. We have a special guest all the way from Kangaroo Island, uh, David Westbrook. Welcome to the podcast, mate. How are you going? Very well. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me on. Mate, it's great to have you on. We've actually um, shared an interview with, with Westy uh, some time ago, how he went about having a, a, a nine-week holiday with his three young kids. Um, and so it's great to have you back, Westy, and, and uh, really adding some value to farmers. And, mate, um, I want to get straight into this, if that's okay. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll get some clarity on, your, on, on who you are um, and what you do very, very shortly um, and, and a bit about your background. But... Uh, Westy sent me an email recently and it really prompted me to want to book him straight in to do a podcast on it. And uh, I'll just read it out if that's okay, Westy. And then um, uh, we'll, we'll talk a bit about you know, who you are and why, why this is probably motivating for you or, or why this has touched a nerve with you because I, I could feel in your email there's a bit of emotion in this, uh, but I, I, I really hit a mark in my opinion. So are you okay if I just read this out? Absolutely. So he just says... If I was asked what advice would I give to an up-and-coming farmer, simple, just smile more. We worry about everything, and this creates resistance to what we truly want. We need to read, we need to journal, we need to get educated on our core focus, and we need to implement. But what if we just smile every now and then? We will get there so much quicker and happier. We worry about the rain. We worry about the markets. We worry about what other people think of us. Where does this worry get us? Nowhere. In fact, it makes us go backwards. We do our due diligence on the markets. We have a risk mitigation strategy for drought. And you know what? Other people aren't even thinking about us anyway. Do you know why? Because they're too busy worrying about what you think of them. We spend so much time in fear of these things happening. We're continuously telling ourselves in our head, that what if I stuff this up? But imagine if you said, what if I nail this? Remember when you were a kid, before school and before all the expectations on you and your future, you just played and life was a game. Why do we change from that child mindset? That child isn't thinking about all the what ifs. They're irrelevant in that current moment. They're just in this now having fun. So just smile. If you F up, learn the lesson and don't take life so bloody seriously. Serious. Have fun. Very, very motivating, Westy, and, and so true. Um, and before we elaborate a bit more on this, mate, just a quick snapshot, um, your background, mate, uh, your farming background in particular. Yep, yep, yep absolutely. So uh, up on a family, family farm, cropping, um, and then we expanded that into livestock on Kangaroo Island. Um, and that's when... We went through that initial honeymoon honeymoon period of everything was a dream. We were just living that dream. It was exciting. It was something new, um, learning about livestock, new people around us, new environment. And then we got in that frustration stage of business where um, everything hit you, this, the, the pressure of starting to nail it. So you start to get educated on – well, I was starting to get educated more on um, – the professionalism around running a business, so really maximising profits and, and all the, the stresses come in. Um, and a lot of that come down to me watching 
other people on the island and around me, other farmers that were good at farming. Um, and I was starting to judge my success and comparing that against who they were. Yeah. Um, so, and there's a lot, there's a lot of negativity that comes out of that. Um, yes. And that's a, a whole nother topic. But um, so, we, yeah, so we worked through that, that frustration stage, working long hours, really getting nowhere. And um, a lot of it for me was when I would be looking in the future. So I wasn't in the now, like, like, like you are as a kid playing in the sandpit, you're in the now. I wasn't in there. I was, I was worried about, okay, so when I've got money, I'll have more time or when I've got more time, I'll be a better farmer or when I've got new sheep yards, I'll have more time. All those. So I was always looking forward, um, yeah, worrying, wor- a lot of worry about what, what if I don't quite get that right um, and, and not being in the now. And then, um, and then through Farm Owners Academy um, and, being, and being exposed to a different way of thinking, um, I was very fortunate enough to have that, that flick of the switch, that light bulb moment, change my beliefs. Um, to just be able to accept life for what it is, and and just like business is business is hard. There's a lot of pressure in business, but um, if you can create that awareness of your thoughts, so control your thoughts. The more you can be aware of that, you can just you can tell yourself to smile when the dog does something wrong in the paddock, or your ute breaks down, or something something doesn't quite happen. Um, you you miss the market, you sell wool in the wrong market, or something like that. You can just Accept it for what it is, and just smile and, and learn the lesson out of it, mate. It's um, it's such a you've 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 hit the you've hit the nail on the head in so many ways with what you're talking about, and and hence why I wanted to explore this and and get you straight onto a podcast because it's I think it's a topic that's not discussed, and there's I would say a large portion of farmers that suffer more than they need to because of of this the reasons that are creating this chasing of the future. And, and, and so I wanted to break this um, podcast into in three components, uh, Westy, and, and firstly look at what, why do you think farmers do this? Um, and you've already, you've already uh, opened us up to one of those. It's this comparing to others, right, that you've already started going there. But after we, I'm sure there's other, there's other reasons as well. So I want you to give your, your opinion as to why you think they do it. And I wanted to share my, some thoughts about, why I think people do it as well. Yes. Secondly, let's look at the consequences of, of not focusing on smiling and being happy. And finally, um, what can we do to change? Okay, so what, what are some tools that you've, you've picked up and learnt that help, help the farmer recognise that, yeah, they're, they're not enjoying the journey as much as they could. What do they need to do to change? So, mate, let's just get straight into it. And uh, you mentioned earlier this this expectation of or comparing yourself to the neighbour or um, let's talk a bit more about that one, Westy. Why does that cause a farmer to not enjoy the, the current moment? The current yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. and there's a lot of different aspects inside of that, but um, it's very easy. Like we, as a farmer you're in a community, we're in a, we live in a, generally you live in a farming community, so um, there's a lot of, you're, you're doing a lot of, um, community projects so you're going on other people's farms catching up with farmers so you, foot, football club sports club you're always talking to other farmers and um, it's not a competition generally like everyone gets on really well but inside of us we want to we put so much pressure on ourselves to to be successful on our farm and um, is it keeping yeah. up with the Jones Joneses Wessie is, is it almost like gosh if I don't sort of 
thrive. I'll look like a failure. What what is it? What's what's yeah. the underlying cause? What what's the sort of fear that people have? Do you think? Well, the the ultimate underline is ego. Yeah, um, and ego ego is a is a big topic that not most not many of us really understand. It's quite yeah. a deep topic, but. On, on the outside, that, that ego inside of us, we want to prove to ourselves that we're worthy. Um, mm. And to do that, we've got to be, like you said, you've got to keep up with the Joneses. And, and every dist- district is different. Like some some districts aren't like that, that at all and, and some are more like that. So, um, yeah, and for me, when I first moved to Kangaroo and I felt like I had to prove myself a little bit. Um, so, and yeah, and, and if someone did something really good, I would, Genuine, genuine, generally be really happy for them, but inside be for myself, I was a bit envious. Um, yeah. If they did something good, or if, yeah, I'd, I'd sort of feel like I was missing out a little bit, and I felt like I had to do something better to to try and catch up. And and in a way, it's good because you are challenging yourself, but at the same time, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself, and you're not doing things from within you. We um, we probably live most of our life on our external. So mm. what? Other worrying about what other people perceive of us mm-hmm. instead of actually doing what you want to do from the heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I flicked that switch and started actually genuinely living from inside myself um, and doing stuff for me rather than trying to impress other people, uh, it just completely changed my okay, life. Okay, so hold that because I'm going to come back and explore that when we um, share some 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 ways to help people change because that's yep. obviously something that's really worked for you. But Westy, let's... Let's just go back to this pressure that you see farmers placing on themselves. And, and obviously you've been through this. And um, I mean, what, what sort of self-talk might you put on yourself? And, and how does that stop you smiling? Um, obviously, the, the, the email you sent to me is to tell a farmer, just smile more. But you're, what, are you, what are you seeing? Is it causing farmers to be grumpy, irritable, frustrated, angry? What are some of the, you know, the behaviours that are coming out of this pressure that they're putting on themselves. Yeah, yeah, a lot of negativity deep, deep inside. There's, there's negativity. They don't see, you don't see it, so you're not aware of it. And I've definitely, so basically, going from unconscious thinking. So, yeah. and it's very easy. You can, you can spend a day on the farm, and at the end of the day, you're like, what, what did I actually do, or what did I think yeah. about? And you just, so you're unconscious, and when you're unconscious, you're not, you're not Maybe thinking not. about the thoughts inside of your head, and you've obviously got that little monkey inside of your head that. Is always talking to you, but when you actually take note of what he's saying, you can change what that little monkey says, and you can, yes. you can, yeah. Like, I don't know. For example, you can sit in the sheep yards and, and drench sheep all day, and just think about things that aren't important. Um, or if you're aware of that, you, you do. You just smile. You look at your sheep. You um, you look at your environment. You're, you're absorbing the moment that you're in, um, and almost zooming out from uh, Google Earth type thing and, and looking in on the situation rather than just sort of completely not, not well, just zoning out, I suppose. Yeah. And, okay, so so we've spoken about comparing yourself to your neighbours and the um, the other thing that I would add to this that I experience and, and see, uh, not just with farmers, this is with, this is with a large portion of the population, Westy, is there's an expectation of where you think you should be in life. And what I see is if that expectation isn't met, it creates unhappiness. In fact, I would almost say that most depression and unhappiness is created because the current reality of what's happening around you is not matching your expectation of what you, what you want it to be. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, and farming's a really interesting game, isn't it? Because if you are in a tough environment with prices and drought, um, that can really throw your expectation of how you want your current reality. Because what you yeah. want your current reality, of course, don't you, to be, you know, beautiful green and prices to be amazing. And when things are going well, correct me if I'm wrong, but everyone seems to be a bit happier, right? So when when there's good rain around, the prices are good. Um, farmers seem to be really joyful. It's it's when those expectations aren't being met, Wesley, and I'm not sure if you'd yeah. agree with me, but people all of a sudden stop smiling and stop. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden they're allowing an external situation that's outside their control. Yeah, control absolutely. how they feel. Yeah, um, yeah. What else would you say to that one? Well, expectations not being met, and also an expectation of, well, I should be, I should be wealthier at this age, or I should yeah. have more money, or I should, you know, I should have a bigger shed, or I should be driving a better quality Hilux. Right? These are all shoulds, right? That put unnecessary pressure on us as humans, which cause us to feel unhappy. Yeah, and if anyone has to get it right, it's farming because, like I said in that that email, like there's so much. Well, a majority of farming doesn't go to plan. We can't control the weather. We can't control the commodities. Um, there's so many things that we can't control that we worry about. So why why worry about them? Why, why do we let these things get to us? And yeah, I guess farming farming is that big one. So if we can just enjoy it, for, accept that farming is farming. Farming is dealing with all these unknowns. Um, so when they come your way, accept them for what they are. And um, and I've been fortunate enough; I haven't had to go through significant um, issues that other people go through. We I haven't had a, um, a severe drought on the island. I haven't, and like there's so many other tragedies that can happen in people's lives that I can't speak for. But um, all that everything that's happened to me, all the negatives that happened to me, so. I clearly remember one of the first things after learning this sort of concept was we had a break of the season in July, which is was one of the latest on record for Kangaroo Island. And um, it was dusty and dry and the sheep started lambing um, in confinement and all that sort of stuff. And um, to start with, I sort of looked at that as like I was talking to other people around the district and it was, when's it going to rain? This is dusty. This is terrible. So, the words I was using were all negative words. Um, and when I flicked that around, I said, okay, what, how can I make a, a bad situation into a, a good situation? And the first thing for me was, okay, I, I know Kangaroo Island is not the only place that's ever had to do this. Who, who else has had to do this? Who can I ring? Um, so I knew a few farmers up in the New England area that had done similar the previous year. They were feeding, feeding ewes while they were lambing in a tough season. It gave me a great opportunity to make friendships with other farmers that I didn't really know that well. I rang them, spoke to them, learned a lot about my farm, um, about their farms that I could implement on my farm in the current situation. So basically being thankful for anything negative that happens in your life because it's there, it's there for a reason and it can teach us, teach us a lesson. Mate, um, it's on the money and, and we're, we're diving in, into a, a little bit about what we need to do to change and um, to elaborate a bit more on what you've just said and, and totally correctly said is you, know, you might not be able to change a certain situation in your current reality, but you can absolutely control how you react to that situation. And 
there's that fantastic story that um, I read about, and I'm not going to get this 100% right, Westy, uh, but I'll be I'll be semi close. But it was about a lady who was sitting on a bus. She, she was a journalist. She was in America, and she they they pulled into a bus stop and they picked up a, a father and three children. And they sat down, but the kids were running up and down the, the, the bus like maniacs. And this, this journalist found herself judging the kids and the father, particularly the father, thinking, this is driving me insane. Like, why isn't this guy doing anything? And she spent the, the next 10 minutes angry at this current reality, right? There's something that was happening um, around her, and she found herself getting very stressed, very frustrated, to the point where she couldn't handle it anymore. And she had to walk up and, and, and intervene. And she, she sat down next to the ball behind the, the, the guy, the, the father. And she said, listen, um, I've just noticed your kids are out of control. Um, is there anything I can do to, to help you help them? She, was, she came from a, a, an act of compassion in, in asking, but he just turned her and he said, look, I don't know. Uh, I'm totally lost. We've just left the hospital where their mothers just died. Mm. And I, it was a story, you know, that story really resonates very strongly for me, Westy, because two things too. I mean, she, she felt herself reacting to a situation um, that she didn't even have all the facts on, number one. Um, and you, we get this in road rage, right? Someone might cut you off on the road and it might cause you to get really upset. However, who's to say that that person cutting you off hasn't just had a horrific situation in their life, right? Absolutely. And so the point is that there's a, if you actually look at it, when something dramatic happens in our lives, there's a gap between something happening and how we react. Um, and, you know, my father, um, who's a farmer, if the dog did something that caused, he, that did something against what he wanted, his reaction was horrible. Like, Dad, it, he lost it. The amount of times I saw my father um, completely lose it over a dog not going, going, going his way. Now, there's a gap between the dog doing something and how he reacts. But, Dad, you know, the stick would be picked up and throw. It's quite funny if I look back on it now. And he's just going to a tantrum, Westy. And I kid you not, sometimes that dog not doing what he wanted would, would cause him frustration and anger for the whole day. Yep. And he would carry that home. And he'd still be pissed off walking in the front door. And then mum would cop it and we'd all cop it purely because he had a situation that happened in his day yep. that caused a negative reaction. And, and I think what you're saying here is, is you can't control a lot of these events, right? But you, you can absolutely control how you choose to react. And what you're saying is maybe learn to react with a smile. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And there's a, there's a million ways you can do it. Um, yes. But the, the smile, as soon as you put that smile on your face, it's awareness, you've accepted the moment um, and you and you raise your frequency. Um, yes. and, and, I, and I've seen since we've done the, the Farm Owners Academy course, so like I, dogs used to frustrate me and sheep would get boxed up and things wouldn't work on the farm. And like we have so much, so many things on the farm that there's so many opportunities for things to go wrong. And when I raised my happiness, Yes. Um, when I saw everything from from gratitude and from a positive aspect, it like I've I've been through it. Like I've, I've heard that if you are on a good frequency, if you're happy, life will flow. Mm. And then to actually experience that, like, uh, is amazing. So, 
nothing would go wrong on the, on the farm when I, when I was on that real high, happy, just, you, you just felt like you were dancing on well, the farm I, every day. And- I, um, yeah. And Matt, I totally concur with what you're saying. Um, that when you're smiling and happy, it's the old saying, um, what is it? When you weep, when you, when you laugh, expect others to laugh with you, but when you weep, you'll weep alone. Yep. Um, but, but, and this leads me so well into this, into this second part, uh, Westy, which is the consequences of being in whingy, whiny, personality type, always frustrated, always grumpy, always stressed, you know, never really smiling, always doing it tough. I mean, what, what are the consequences of this? What, what happens if you stay in this energy of darkness or negativity? Yep. Yeah, well, it's a downward spiral if, if you can't dig your way out of it. Um, but the classic saying of your thoughts are your reality and yep. what, you're, what you're thinking is reality. If, you, if you're always saying to yourself, this always happens to me, Hmm. Um, I never, I never get the, the rain always misses me, or the rain always goes past our farm, hmm. or, or I never get to sell my wool at the top of the market. All these sort of things, and then it actually happens. It's a belief that you embed inside your mind. If you can change the way you think and watch those words, and um, and tell tell yourself that you always at the top of your game. You you always everything always goes right for you. It rains at the right time, or you always you got good sheep and all the, all the all the positives i suppose so just awareness of what you're saying to yourself take those negative words what so watching your words take your negative words replace them with positive words and and it's like a it's like a muscle when you go to the gym and, I, and i've heard you say this before andrew too like you've got to train it you can't so the more you watch your words you, you'll still say negative things and you'll still be negative in situations but the more you train yourself the better you get and all of a sudden all of a sudden you've completely flipped the switch Mate, it's, it's huge. It's, it's actually known as a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, and a self-fulfilling prophecy is you're so busy concentrating on something that you'll actually create it. Um, yeah. It's almost like, Westy, if I, let, let's say um, you've got a controlling partner and she's always telling you, you know, don't forget the keys. And you you're constantly nervous about it and so you're constantly saying to yourself don't forget the keys don't forget the keys don't forget the keys um rather than remember the keys it's very simple it's just a tiny gap in language and whatever you know usually what you'll find is you're the person that always forgets their keys and and you're absolutely right it's become an ingrained um thought that becomes your reality and and you're absolutely right there's there's there's, um there's often the the person and i'm putting this in inverted commas but the unlucky farmer. Mm, yeah. You know, why are we the ones where it never rains? Or why, why is it that, you know, it's, it's, you know, whinge, 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 moan, 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 moan. And they, and they become the unlucky farmer. And, and, it, and it actually develops into, into victim, poor me syndrome. And it almost develops into a situation that I see, Westy, where they think by looking sad and sorry, they, they, they're going to get more, more sympathy. From everyone else, they're going to or, or attract more support or government or you know maybe that my wife will feel more sorry for me and will give me more love. But but it, unfortunately that doesn't happen, Westy, <laughs> because the person that's whinging and moaning and frustrating and angry, right? That they end up they end up living a lonely, uh, you know, let's be honest, a lonely, sad life. Yeah, yeah, and that be a fair call. Absolutely, absolutely, and there's so many things. It's very easy, very easy to whinge at. Like there's so many regulations. Like how many people 
well, it's easy to whinge on the farm about OHS, or it's easy to whinge on the farm that, you, that the government uh, have done the wrong thing, or the roads haven't been graded. Well, it's, it's the classic. bloody po- politics, roads, it's the council. Yeah, yeah. And look, at there's a positive. There's a positive in there. So I don't know, like there's, you can always, if you dig hard enough, you always find some gold in there somewhere. And, and for example, there's a road that's just been resheeted near our farm. It's probably, it's one of the worst roads. It's worse now than what it was six months ago before they put it on there. Um, people can complain about it. Where, where does that going to, Where's that going to get you? The, the positive out of that is that the guys that have done it are going to do it better next time because they've learned a great lesson and who knows, it might get bitumized now or it might get resheated even better. You, you just don't know. Mate, I am 100% with you. I, I think it's an absolute waste of time in, when you're in complaining and when you're in whinging mode because you get you get trapped in victim mentality. And Westy, we can yeah. all do it. Far out, I can do it. I was having a bit of a whinge the other night with my wife um, and it was just ridiculous when I look back on it, but it was just me wanting to have a bit of a whinge, right? And and so and I was totally in victim. Um, I can't remember what it was over, but it was it was on Mother's Day, and I was whinging that I didn't get anything for Father's Day or something ridiculous. <laughs> but, you know, it's childish when we look at it um, because we really do live in the greatest. You know, here I'm here I am in Australia, and and the fact that yeah, we we I think we live in the, by far the greatest country on the planet. Drought or no drought, I think we've got more opportunities than anyone else. We live in a first world country and most of our problems are 100% third world problems. But even when we run out of money, Westy, in this country, we still get a pension payment. Yeah. So we can still put food on the table no matter what. So we're not, we're not in a country that has to fight to put food on our table. And therefore, you know, we really have very minimal to, whinge, to, to, to worry and whinge about it. Actually, burrs me up a lot. Yeah, how much whinging we can do as a in, a in a country like this. But let's talk about now, mate. Um, what are a, what's you know one, two, or three things a farmer could could do to change this? You know, it's all good and well knowing. Yes, I'm a bit of a whinger. Yes, I find faults. Yes, I don't smile as much as what I could. Okay, what what could we do to change this? From what 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 have you learned? What's a tool? Yeah, okay. So pers- personal mastery. So being able to master your thoughts um, and, that, and so your willpower and all that sort of stuff is a yeah. huge key. So one, one of the simplest things you can do is just watch, watch yourself. Watch, you, watch your words. So awareness of your words. Um, if you say something negative, think, okay, I won't say that. I won't say that next time. If you're in a conversation down at the sports club or at a wedding or whatever it might be and people are bagging a neighbour, a friend, the government, the council, whatever it might be, just be aware of that and, and then don't get caught up in... Don't gossip. Going a, yeah, don't go along that small talk path. Excuse um, me. Just be, be conscious of, of what you're saying and you don't have to disagree with them, but you don't just don't have to agree with them. Yes. Yep. Mate, and I, I will add to that be aware um, and something that I know you've taken on board very well. Um, but again, it's you know you've been good at it at times, Westy, and I know you've also been challenged with this at times. But the consistency of coming back to a morning routine. Yep. Okay. Why do you think that is such a powerful um, uh, thing to do? And, and maybe you need to give a little bit more clarity on on a morning routine. What what it, what it means to you, Westy, and and yep. why? What's one or two things you could do in that morning routine, particularly to come back to gratitude? Yep. And to focus on what, what's what's great about your life. 
Yeah. So a morning routine is a great opportunity to take ownership, um, to be disciplined, to exercise your willpower. Um, and willpower is huge. If you, yeah, you can set your alarm for six in the morning. Um, and if you hit snooze, that's not willpower, is it? And willpower yes. is, is, and, and it's something you have to work on. Um, you get out of bed and you go and exercise. Yes. But that morning routine, so humans love structure and, and I'm not an expert at this and a lot, there's a lot of people out there, a lot of information out there that you can do the research on. But a morning routine gives you the structure um, to, be able to, get, to be able to tick a few of those things off. So exercising, journaling, um, uh, whatever. Stretching. Writing out your gratitudes. Right, yeah, writing out your gratitudes. Going for, just take the dogs for a walk down the, through the paddock or being out outside in that in that uh, morning, um, the mornings are they're quite powerful. There's there's well, mate. I remember I remember you shared with me, Westy. You, you may not recall this, but you were saying um, you might not do this every day, and I'm assuming it's more so in summer. But you have an outdoor shower, and you, I remember you were saying sometimes you just you just you just kneel down and just stop and actually rem- give thanks and actually just go. You know what? How lucky am I? You know, three kids. I've got a beautiful wife. I'm living in this country. I'm, everything might not be unraveling in in what I in the way I want it to, yep. but how lucky am I? And I remember you were saying that you you would often do that little exercise, and you would just get this a wash of power that would come through you. And and, and um, do, you, do you recall you sharing that with me? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's that's my biggest. If I'm out of if I'm off my game, coming back to gratitude always wins because. Yes. And it's something that this took me a long time, and and you've you taught you teach this very well, Andrew. But this took me a long time still to grasp it, and I knew that gratitude had to be good because, and I've shared this before, the people that are doing it, your Oprahs, your Michael Jordans, um, AFL players, they're all practicing it to be better people. And it took me a while to understand it, but once it once I finally connected with it, it's you're on top of the world if you can be grateful for things and so thank you is a word that we should be using all the time mm-hmm. not to other people but to yourself so thank you for allowing me to sit on a tractor and being in this environment or thank you for the, sh- the sheep that you've got or the opportunity you've got on your farm whatever it might be but basically it just gives you a warm feeling inside and and you just feel like going and conquering the world and the well even 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 a slightly higher level than that too uh, Westy is thank you for the fact that I can look out my eyes when I'm in this tractor. Yeah. Thank you for the fact that I've got these hands that can sit on the, on the steering wheel. Thank you for the fact that I can walk in and out of this tractor. I mean, you know, how easy is it to forget what we have yep. when we're concentrating on what we don't? Yeah. Why is it, why is it Andrew that a lot of people that have, the, the, the average life and can walk and can climb into a tractor and then the unfortunate circumstances of a disability comes into their life, all of a sudden they become great at something because yeah. they've been pushed into the realisation of where well, they understand their thoughts, the power of their thoughts and, and gratitude comes in. Yeah. So people... They yeah, find gratitude after find, an yeah. event like that. So why do we have to wait? Why do we have to wait for a tragedy to happen before we... Tap yeah. into that. Why not be aware of it now? Mate, I mean, it's the backbone of why I wrote the book, What the Hell Are You Chasing? This, is, this whole topic is, is exactly what, uh, what I am most passionate about. If, if, if I 
and to look at um, uh, my 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 why my mission. It, it's helping people love the, where they're at, and it's interesting because that little saying that the boy stopped crying about having a good pair of shoes yep. when he met another kid without feet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, it, it's so simple. And if I was if I was to give um, one other piece of advice, two other pieces of advice here. Number number one. Go and visit a third world country, or go go down to the burn, go down to the hospital. Take your kids down to the hospital and go in and take some balloons and flowers at the burns unit, and go in and go in and meet some people in there, yeah. and ask yourself the question: How do how do I add up from a gratitude point of view compared to these people? Third world country blows my mind. It's one of the greatest things you can do for yourself and your kids. That, that's that's one of the first things to wake up to what we have. The second thing that I would suggest which would make a significant impact is um, cut media out of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, limit yourself, Westy, to one hour a day of media. Now, that is checking Facebook. That is checking the news, watching the news, watching any TV show, watching anything at all, one hour a day, limit yourself. Yeah. Because it is so frigging negative. And I find, for whatever reason, farmers seem to be addicted to ABC News. I don't know what it is, or talkback radio, mate. And I'm just like, man, if you really listen, it is so much bitching about other politics, or yep. you know, the latest death that's happening here, or why our comp- you know, why our economy's in recession, or whatever it is, and that just rubs straight into you. So if you if you minimise that rubbish, um, it will make you happier. Yeah. Um, so that's one other piece of advice. That Absolutely. And, and social media can definitely be used in a positive way. So yeah. it can be used wrongly and rightly. If you can Bingo. use it rightly, like my Instagram page is positive. filled with positive stuff and, and so much learnings on there. Yes. Um, so, and yeah. also I don't use the other stuff so much that can, it's a bit out of my control, but you can control what you, what, what you what intake. Your, the feed is on your, on your um, Instagram. So yeah. Yeah. To yeah. a but point you're, you're too. So right. To a point where, you know, more than a certain amount of time on one of these in a day will fry your head anyway, positive yeah, yeah. or negative. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. If if you tune into into positive um, stuff, it's significantly yeah. better than than being oh. distracted by negative. Absolutely, and not while your kids are nagging you to go play with them. It's not when you want to be sitting sitting on there watching social media. So it's definitely got to be done right. You're absolutely right. Oh yeah, mate. And I've had my issues with addictions to this thing. There's no no doubt about it. Um, yeah. Mate, really great to hear from you, Wes. You, you make a you make a fantastic point. So relevant. Mm-hmm. Please, if you're listening to this, please share this with another farmer. Um, I really feel that many farmers out there in 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 um, the conditions we're in at the moment, I don't think I don't think it's healthy for us, Westy, to feel sorry for them. Right. I, I want to make that. I want to close off with that point. Be be very careful feeling sorry for someone because. If we're feeling sorry for someone, then they give you're giving them even more permission to feel sorry for themselves. Yeah, lead by lead by example and inspire them to rise up. Yeah, lead by example. So um, if you think there's a farmer out there that might benefit from just uh, hearing this, and um, Andrew, what would be a couple of things going away from this podcast that someone could, if someone resonates with this, go and tap into right now? Mate, I look. From what you've what you've said, um, in in summary, uh, I, I think more awareness um, on on what you're actually thinking and learning just to, just to smile when something happens. You know, paying attention to your reaction, 
yeah. um, implementing a morning routine yeah. where you focus on your gratitudes and you, you write down, you know, what, what's great about your life. Limiting media, which we've spoken about. Yeah. Um, there are three things that come to mind immediately for me, Westy. Can, can you think of anything else? No, that's, that's pretty good. I think one, and obviously there's a lot of, so YouTube and what, and like this is the stuff that you teach in Farm Owners Academy, which is not what I expected four years ago when we joined up, but it's been the, it's been the biggest thing that we've got out of it is that the personal growth side of it. It's been amazing. But one, so I, I was overwhelmed early and, and some people listen to this podcast might feel the overwhelm of where do I start or what do I do and, and how do I get there? Um, and, it, and after a while, I realized it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Yeah. Um, so on my whiteboard in my office at the top, big, big words was patience and consistency. And that's what it was for me. So just being patient, not trying to get there too quick, but at the same time, consistently showing up and putting those little disciplines in your life and, and looking around, where can I, where can I get more ed, uh, better educated on this? Mate, love it. If you really would like a process or a system to help you get more control or structure over this topic, uh, reach out to us. Our details are all over the website, but you can uh, contact us off our website, farmownersacademy.com, or just send an email through to us, support at farmownersacademy.com, and we'll um, book you in for a chat and um, see if we can help you. We, we have a couple of programs that really assist you not run just a great business but also um have a great life that's what smile smile make yourself and all smile and smile good on you westy appreciate it buddy thank you so much no worries thanks andrew see you mate see ya